All right, hello and welcome back to the Pants Out Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things CVU. That's right, we got quite an episode for you guys this week. I have been waiting literally all week to record this episode. We've I been trying to find so a time, time to do this, and we just got busy. We lost in a basketball tournament this week. It was kind of brutal, but yeah. we made it. But so much has been happening on campus. Like As we've been going through this week, we're like, holy crap, we have so much to talk about. Um, but first and foremost, for our regular listeners, we have finally fixed Matt's audio. Listen to how crisp he sounds. So nice and soothing. I hope, <laughs> I hope at least. We, I mean, we do our best. Here, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, but let's get into it. Okay. I feel like we have a lot of a lot of topics here that correlate really well with each other. Mm-hmm. So let's start out food on campus. I I personally, we've we've talked about this before. Briscoe's is a, is a hot spot for us. Mm-hmm. We're a big fan of Briscoe's. Always. They recently changed the chips they have in there. You know, when you first talk to me about this topic, I was pretty fired up too because my go-to with my sandwich is I like a little salty yeah. and bitter with my salt and vinegar chips. Mm. Yes. They are back now. When you introduced they really? this topic, they were gone and I was pretty bummed about it. So I got barbecue and I was like, eh, these are all right. But the other day when I went, salt and vinegar chips are back. Oh, thank God. Because... I personally like. I think they had a bunch of the like Lay's baked chips. Yeah, and I'm I just not a was. fan. Like, I because it's like a weak attempt at like having a healthier option. I think, like if you're if you're gonna try to go healthy, go go healthy with it. Go veggie chips. I don't know. They seem healthier. Yeah, but like baked potato chips are still just potato chips. They still are unhealthy. Eat a carrot. Eat a carrot. Honestly, my beef with track. my beef with Briscoes right now is their pizza. So in oh, the past, okay. You used to be able to have whatever toppings you wanted on it. It was right. like a sandwich. You got to put on the, I would get sausage and pepperoni with extra cheese and then a bunch of veggies. And it was great. Yeah. Now you can get pepperoni, cheese, or the specialty option of the day. No customization. Okay. Briscoe's pizza is actually really good. I'm I'm a pretty big fan, but I, I don't know how often like I want to have pizza for dinner because that's kind of a heavy option. Yep. And so I feel like the few times that I do end up choosing pizza for dinner, I'm going to go with a classic like pepperoni That's or barbecue fair. chicken. So I'm not like too grieved about it, but I do enjoy like a little bacon on my pepperoni mm-hmm. pizza and it's not an option anymore. It used to be more of a late night option. Kind of like I'm, yeah. I'm hungry. I don't really want to go off campus to Cane's or something. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go to Briscoe's and get a pizza real quick. Yeah, exactly. Just not the move anymore. Which I think Briscoe's has been trying, I think mostly because Habit closed down. They've been trying to get to like more of like a main meal source, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Like you got to fill the gap. Apps, but on another note another thing that has been drawing some attention on campus that's changing is the ice cream machine the ice cream machine so yes for some context zach and i are in probably the our third week of an ice cream cone competition isolation yes. kind of threw a wrench in that but we've been yes. going at it i recently got was it 15 swirls yes you got 15 yeah yeah uh-huh. on the big big cone well either way other other exciting it Thing is that they also have the big base sugar cones instead of just the small ones but the ice cream machine has been runny yeah and icy okay yeah when we when we first started our competition and, and to give a little background too matthew worked at mcdonald's back in the day mm-hmm. and i worked at chick-fil-a back in the day both jobs that have extensive cone creations matt's skills seem to be a little bit better than mine maybe he was trained better maybe he just has more practice Maybe he's just better at cone making. I don't know. I did cone competitions all the time at McDonald's. Yeah, so that's probably it. Yeah, that that honestly, that's probably it. Cause that was not. Sorry, if you if you hear noise in the background, we are recording in Matthew's room, which is a different hall than mine, and happens to be a lot louder than my hall. My hall's very loud. Yeah, but we're. I mean, we're happy to be back out of quarantine. That's now. right. So you know, all good. You no, know, I love being woken up with a guy being slammed against my door. So that's 
all I ever want. Yeah. Just people like if I could have an alarm clock of of my choosing, I would just hire people to throw them at my door. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's yeah. great. Anyway, so one one challenge that we did not expect with this cone competition was the ice cream itself. It has not been consistent. Mm-hmm. When we started, it was extremely runny. And so it was hard to get a good base because it was so weak. It starts falling over. Yeah. From the beginning, you were doomed. Now it's the opposite. Now it's too thick where your base is too strong and it's like sticky. So mm-hmm. it's hard to get like height on it now. Today it was back to runny. Oh, really? I didn't even attempt to make a cone. My guys came back and they all had it in cups because they couldn't get the cones to stay upright. Really? Interesting. But yeah, so it's been fun. We, we've gotten a little, there, there's a few times where I feel like we've gotten maybe a little carried away with it because we're making really large cones. So we can't even really consume one of the cones that we're making, but we want to make multiple. And so like one evening we went around asking people, hey, we're doing a cone competition. Would you like for us to make a really large cone for you and for whatever reason <laughs> that wasn't really met with like excitement came off a little weird it came out a little however weird. this week someone posted you know how people do those like recaps of the month videos on instagram or posts or like mm-hmm. september and then you scroll through and they post 20 pictures of their september well we ended up our ice cream cone i think it was mine ended up on someone's monthly recap no way yeah who's i i I think it was Rayma, like Chloe's Chloe's roommate. Oh, okay. Chloe Montgomery? Yeah. Okay. I think it was her. I don't know. It was one of the people in that, one of the girls in that group, because we made them cones that one day, remember? Oh, right, right. Okay. And that was the big, big chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That day was like a perfect consistency. We were hitting some big numbers that day. That was nice. That was really slow. Like, it was really slow coming out, but it was at least firm enough to get some good, good yeah. height on it. Mm, ideal I was like, ice cream. That's my ice cream cone on Instagram. Oh, man. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Man, I, I thought you were saying that somebody like recorded us from a distance Mm-mm. in the calf, just impressed by our cone making. But I mean, that's also a good option too. Yeah. You know, we'll take what we can get. Yeah. I think that's it for the food that we have on here. Yeah. Oh, um, at the bottom of the notes, I took notes when I was at the doctor's because I was like, I'm not going to remember what he's saying. Oh, nice. So that's why it randomly says, <laughs> I was wondering if you wanted to Motrin. talk about that. Yeah, but. I'm not telling the podcast to take Motrin. <laughs> <laughs> Episode four, sponsored by Motrin. <laughs> when you have a headache and don't know what else to do, <laughs> take Motrin. Okay, okay. I actually have one more story um, on, on the food-related topic. So on Sunday, I came to the cafe for brunch after mm-hmm. church. And they always have the biscuits and gravy, then like potatoes, sausage, eggs. Of course. That's like the classic brunch option right now. And so I'm personally just not like a big eggs guy. That's just not my thing. It's also calf eggs. It's calf eggs, so even worse. And so normally when I go to that station, I'll just get biscuits and gravy. And I'll ask for like an extra biscuit. Mm-hmm. And normally they're fine with it. I know Zane got one today at lunch. Yeah. Sprinkle gets it every Sunday. Extra biscuit. Yeah. And so I go up. And it wasn't even really that crowded. It was like a normal brunch crowd, I feel like. And I'm like, hey, um, I actually don't eat anything else. Like, can I just get an extra biscuit and some extra gravy? And this lady just goes, no. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. She's like, uh, yeah, I just like everybody else needs to get some first. And I was like, okay. I I just, okay. I I, I didn't know what to say. I And I still am just a little bit baffled. Like, the calf was designed to be all you can eat. Like, it used to be self-serve. Yeah. What do you want? Like, there and there wasn't even that many people in line behind me. Were you there at the beginning of the the day or like? No, I was there pretty late because I went to second service, so church didn't start till eleven, and so yeah, you would have been there right before it closed, probably. Yeah, and so I probably was walking in around twelve thirty or one. 
which yeah, is right at the end it of closes it. at one. So they should have known. Normally, when I, so normally when I go to the cafe for brunch, I get extra sausage, no bacon. Yeah. When I go at the beginning of the day, they maybe give me one extra sausage. At the end of the day, I'm getting like four or five extra sausage. It's great. Yeah. I don't know. I just was so like, and I wasn't even like I asked for extra of everything. It was, I don't need all of this other stuff. I just want an extra biscuit. Yeah. I just feel like that's such a reasonable request met with such like, no. It's can't. crazy. I was like, okay, whatever. Sorry, guess I'm not having my mm-hmm. extra biscuit. It was just it was like it wasn't like a big deal, obviously, but it was mm-hmm. just like I just expected more out of the calf, maybe. It's disappointing. Yeah, I'm not mad, just a little disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On in other news on campus, you you have a firsthand story here. There have been a lot of people getting hit by cars in our yeah. parking lots. Well, first of all, the first of our exposure to, I mean, we talked about it last week. Crazy drivers on campus. Pretty general, like not that big of a deal. We knew that. Mm. This week, CB Confessions opened up with a hit and run video. Oh. Someone saw another car run into a car and drive off. And being clutch, they got a picture of the license plate. Wow. What a good Samaritan. Just looking out for the other people on campus. How thoughtful and caring to just look out for the people who are getting hit without knowing. Yeah. And what the heck, guy? Why would you just drive off? Check the car at least. Make oh sure, like, gosh. leave your information. This is, I know you're a college student, but these are normal adult things. If you make a mistake, you you take care of your mistake. Yeah. I, I think it's funny that in the last episode, we were talking about just how crazy the parking lot gets in the middle of the day. And then immediately one week after that, now it's, people are getting hit by cars. Like, yeah. it escalated so quickly. Yeah. And later, the next day or two, I was standing in the engineering building waiting for to go into class. And a friend comes up. He's like, dude, my roommate just got hit by a car last night. So I told Zach about this. I was like, we got to talk about this. Turns out last night I was at dinner for a friend's birthday. Yeah. The victim of said car hitting was there. Oh, my gosh. So I got this, the full story. Please share. He was in a crosswalk. Okay. In front of the music building on a skateboard. Right. He described the car as going medium fast. Not 20 miles an hour. Not five miles an hour. 10 to 15 miles an hour. That's pretty fast. He doesn't know if he slowed down. He was on the skateboard and got hit. Went to the hospital. Really? They really do a whole lot for him. He's all right. He said he's fine now. But the guy didn't want to give him his insurance information. Oh, my God. He was a freshman. He felt really bad. Like, he filed a report with safety services and everything. But he wouldn't give the guy who got hit his insurance information, as one would normally do when you hit another person. Like, that's... I understand the fear of the kid. Like, I just hit somebody with my car. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm sure giving up his information felt like he was giving away. Like, he would go to prison. You know, he's like, they're going to drag me away. As a freshman, you don't know what's going to happen. This is your first experience in the real world. Let's be real. Uh, Yeah, seriously. But, like, that's just common human decency. Mm -hmm. Even when you hit somebody else's car, you have to. But, like, straight up hitting somebody, you got to give your information. I've actually uh, called the police one time on somebody for hitting a kid on a bike. Oh my gosh. So a little context. Me and me and me and some of my friends sophomore year lived in a house across from CVS. Um, it was part of university housing. We were just super full, so we had to live there. Yeah. It was super sweet. One time, Andrew Sprinkle and I, one of my roommates, were walking over to our football game, I believe, on the front lawn. So we're walking and we are in the middle of the crosswalk and a kid bikes past us and is in front of us, and this lady, older lady from Arizona blows through so she technically has a green light but we're walking we have the right of way yeah she plows into this kid the kid gets thrown off his bike falls on the ground 
Um, so we go, we help him, we get him up. We see, there's a cop car coming. We signal them, call the police, get them over there. Um, but then the lady starts driving away. Thankfully, oh. she was just driving down the road. But I started getting pictures of the license plate real quick, like yeah. trying to get every documentation. Because this kid literally just got hit. He's like probably in high school, early high school, late middle school, maybe pretty young. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if he spoke much English. We tried to talk to him a little bit. And he said he was like, okay. And I was like, no, like talk to the police. Yeah. The lady comes up. Some nurses come over from the nursing building because it was right in front of there. And the lady looks at us and says, oh, but I, I didn't even hit him that hard. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that wild? What? Oh, that. Oh I didn't even hit him that hard. That's infuriating. We're, we looked at the nursing students and we're like, just laughed. Because oh, my gosh. It seems like a ridiculous thing to say. And I felt bad. She was definitely like an older lady, probably a little bit like, I don't know. Things happen. But like, yeah. when you make a mistake like that, you have to take care. Like, you got to oh own up my to gosh. it. There, I feel like there are acceptable, those like scared comments that you make. Like, for example, I feel like an acceptable thing to say would be like, I didn't even see him. Like, I, I didn't even know yeah, he was there. Absolutely. Like, oh, I saw the green light and I just went. Yeah. But that's like fully acknowledging. I know I hit this kid. Like borderline's like, did you, did you do it on purpose? Like, did you see him and just think, eh, I don't need to slow down. Because yeah. saying I didn't even hit him that fast. I feel like shows that like. There was premeditated action mm-hmm. where she realized she was going to hit him. And then she thought, I'm not going that fast. Yeah. That's actually so crazy. I That reminds me of a similar story. When I was in grade school, um, like at the so we'd go through like the school day and then we'd all get like wait to get picked up by our parents. And we all would wait. There's like this carpool lane that we would all go to to see our parents drive through. And then when our parents would come in, mm-hmm. we'd come to the car. Um, but it was right next to a main road. Um, in Obviously, like, it's a school zone, so technically the speed limit's 25, but the road right before it, the speed limit's 40, and so most people are just going 40 down that road. And so this kid, like, every day, his mom would come, like, walk and pick him up. She'd park across the street, come walk in, pick him up, and then they'd cross the street together. And for whatever reason, she thought on this particular day that it was a good idea to jaywalk, even though there's a crosswalk, like, an actual crosswalk, like, just down the road. And so it must have been fourth grade because that was the first year that we could start playing instruments in band and this kid was a trombone player and so they're they're crossing the street and this car plows through and hits him and like thank god they hit his trombone case so it was bad enough that he got knocked off his feet and skid so he had like scrapes all down his leg and his trombone was crushed but all of us just kind of watched in horror as we're like oh that car's coming Oh, that car's not stopping. Oh my gosh, that kid just got hit by a car. And like, I went to a pretty small school and so everybody knew who it was. And so he like took a couple days off school. He came back and there was bandages all on his right side because that was the side that he got hit on the other side and he was sliding on the other side. But it was just, it was crazy. Like he couldn't have been older than like 10 or 11. That's crazy. That's, I don't know. Just like, and that, that mom had to have felt so bad. Like I should have just used the crosswalk. Like that could have been so much worse if he didn't have a trombone on him. Mm-hmm. That that's just I don't know. That's that's wild. So wild. People getting hit by cars. What a crazy concept. And now it's happening on campus. Who would have well, thought? One time, uh, do you know the story of why we have speed bumps on campus? No, I don't. John Montgomery got hit by a golf cart. No way. Not like a couple years before I got here. So like 2016 maybe. Yikes. So then they put in all the golf carts because he got hit by one. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. Was he okay? Yeah, he's okay. He's great that's, now. That's good. I mean, I would I would assume so. Yeah, he's he's kicking it on Jabble. 
I know his kids. I've asked him about it, and it was it was like kind of crazy for them, but they, yeah, he's all right. he was fine. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Also related to like parking lot antics, there was a post on CBU Confessions um, where one it was a commuter who got a note left on her windshield, and it was just a piece of paper that said, "Watch your back." Holy cow, that's ominous. And she didn't know if it was any of her friends. She asked all of them, and none of them said it was them. Yeah. So maybe she was the one that hit somebody. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, I doubt that, though. It seemed like she was genuinely concerned. So, like, everyone in the comments was like, oh, I'll call safety services, let them know, file a report. Yeah. Because they can, like, check the cameras to see who did it. But that's crazy. I would be so scared if I got that note. Like, that's genuinely so scary. I wouldn't want to start my car. Who knows? I've seen movies where you turn the key and it goes boom. I know. Especially with a message so vague and out of context, your mind automatically goes to the worst. Yeah, of course. Of like, does someone want to kill me? That's so crazy. What is happening on campus? This is this is something we've been noticing as now we're into, this is our third week making the podcast, third or fourth. Um, there are very consistent themes week to week of like things happening on campus. Like um, each week, like things that we're experiencing, things we're seeing on Instagram, things that we're hearing from people, it's consistent. And the themes change. And without fail, it seems like every source of like information we're finding, mm-hmm. it's very similar stuff. Yeah. Like the, like this week, the topic has been people getting hit by cars. Or, or cars hitting cars. Or, or cars hitting. I had a resident who was flying his drone out in the parking lot and a car drove by and ran over his drone and then just drove away. I actually heard about that from someone. Yeah, that, that was my you. resident. Like, stuff like that. Like, that's so random that all of these events lined up on the same week. Like, what on earth? That's so ironic. Oh, yeah. In our first episode, it was the animals. Yeah, the animals one, all over campus. One week where all of a sudden the animals all just came out. And it was like, oh, that's what's happening on CBU Confessions And that week. wasn't like before. Not many posts were about animals or I didn't heard people talking about all the animals they see on campus. Yeah, and it isn't really a topic that was talked about in years past a whole lot mm-hmm. either. But then... That week, multiple animal sightings happened, and then the following week, now it's now it's cars hitting things. Like, it is, I, I obviously there's there's no like bigger meaning here that we're hinting mm-hmm. at. This is just us pointing out what's happening. Like we're not it's we're not trying interesting to interesting seeing the themes that are happening. Yeah, it's really interesting, and I'm curious to see if that continues mm-hmm. as the year goes on. Of like week to week, the consistency of what's happening on campus. I don't know. It's yeah. just it's just an interesting thought. Nothing we'll, more than we'll that. See. Yeah. A little reference back to our first episode. Um, I, if you, if you haven't listened to that episode, one of the, one of the things that I brought up was how being back on campus, one of the most awkward and consistent things that I've been experiencing is eye contact, like awkward eye contact on campus. And it has not slowed down for me. I do not know why, but the other day we were eating dinner in the cafe, having our little, little, uh, staff dinner together. And like, I made eye contact with this girl, very awkward, like pretty uncomfortable and then so I immediately look away and then right where I look to is immediately eye contact with another person and it just like I just feel like I can't I can't look at anything normal on campus and it just continues for me I don't know what's happening um no it's not all girls but I think it's like mostly girls I mean figure looking guy no it's the opposite I'm creepy that's how I feel. <laughs> okay, it might come across that. Fair <laughs> enough. Like, I, I, and I don't think through it enough to know if it's like my gaze lingers and then we make eye contact or if it's like immediate as soon as I look somewhere I'm making eye contact. I kind of think it's the latter because I don't stare at people, obviously, mm-hmm. at least not intentionally. I mean, sometimes the worst thing is when you're like just kind of zoning out and you're not, tr- you're just kind of yeah. looking off and you're like, oh, 
I've been kind of looking in this. Like, I don't want to. Oh, man. It's just kind of weird when you get, like, you're just really tired or you have fog brain. and Yeah. And, okay, the the, the fog brain, I feel like, has got to be probably one of the biggest contributors to it right now. My head is, this head, empty. Yep. Head empty. No thoughts. Try to do homework all day today. Got maybe one thing done. Yeah, seriously. That's genuinely how it is. It's so frustrating. But also, I I would be curious to see if you are experiencing something similar. Honestly, you probably haven't been because you've been around here longer than I have. I've been like running into people that I like definitely knew last semester, but I didn't see all summer or talk to all summer and haven't seen yet all of this semester. And like I'll like make eye contact with them and register like we'll both register we know each other. And then both of us will just kinda like look away. And that's almost worse than making eye contact with a stranger. It happens all the time. Ah, uh, it's so, it's like, because I, I still am trying to figure out, is it more weird or like socially awkward to like go up and be like, hey, haven't seen you since last semester. How's it going? Or if I should just like look away and keep walking, you know, like. Normally I'll just say like, if I make eye contact, I'll normally just be like, hey, what's up? Like, how's it going? I won't like stop and talk. I'll just kind of like acknowledge them. Yeah. It's uh-huh. still like. Because people don't know, like, oh, do we know each other well enough? I think it's a mutual doubt. It's like, I know who they are, but what if they don't know who I am? Yeah, that's the thing. And then they're thinking the same thing, so then no one says anything, and it's just awkward, even though you both kind of know who each other is. Yeah, I I feel like that's one thing, just in general, I'm still just working on, like, just as a personal thing of, like, not, like, when I really know somebody, I'm super good about, like, I'll go up and say, hey, Mm -hmm. how's it going? Or if I don't know somebody, like... I'll, I'll smile like those situations I feel like I have down but it's like those in-between moments where it's like I kind of know you but I don't know if we know each other well enough like we've hung out once maybe and we have a lot of mutual friends but I kind of like know what you're about and but yeah it's like I've never really talked to you one-on-one and I don't know yeah I like CB is a pretty big school but it's small enough and I, I don't know I think also being a Christian school contributes a little bit mm-hmm. more to that where like everybody knows somebody and so most people walking by I probably know somebody they know and they kind of know who i am Mm -hmm. and it's like and also i think for me it's a little like being an ra i feel like i obviously it's not in our job description to say hi to everybody we kind of know Mm -hmm. but it does feel a little bit like maybe i should be a little more intentional about saying hi to people i don't know who knows that's kind of that's kind of just me rambling about no it's a weird it's a weird thing yeah i i don't know if it's like this year in particular there's more of this or like we've said before like we just weren't we got used to not having to deal with that. Now we're yeah. back in it. I don't know what it is, but there's some prime singing by the 3D residents of Smith. That's right. Speaking of awkward social interactions, I have, I'm not going to list any specifics and I will give a disclaimer. Um, if editor, if you could cue the sentimental, genuine music, um, if you are listening to this right now and you hear me describe the situation and you're thinking, you know what? That could be me. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I promise you that I am not talking about you. This is another person. Maybe maybe it's something that you do that pretty consistently. Maybe you you might even have me in one of your classes. You might even sit in the general area that I am describing, but I promise you from the bottom of my heart that I am not talking about you. I love you. I care about you. And I think you're perfect the way you are. So just know that. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm sitting in class, right? And I, I've been observing more people around me because it's been harder to concentrate. And so I find my, my thoughts wandering more. And this kid sitting in front of me in one of my classes decides to go to town on this pimple that he has on his chin. And he's working on this guy for at least 30 minutes. 
and Ooh. not just one hand, both hands. He's switching off. <laughs> like twice, two at one, or just like no one, left hand gets tired. So yep, then the, the right, right hand, hand subs in. He's got his pincers out. Oh. <laughs> and every once in a while, he does the classic, like he'll pinch, check it, wipe it on his oh. pants, and then keep going. <laughs> oh, man. And so it was strangely mesmerizing <laughs> watching this guy's strategy. And I just was curious, like, what was he getting at? It's like Dr. Pimple Popper, popper Live. Yeah, like, we've all popped pop pimples before. It's and natural. Like, I've done it in public, too. It's never taken me that long to get to the, the root of it. I think he's trying a little too hard. I don't think it was ready. I think that he maybe should, or she, I think this person should log on to YouTube and maybe watch a little bit of research on how to pop a pimple. But anyway, so he's doing that for, like, half an hour. And or then, she. Yes, they're doing this. <laughs> they're doing this for at least half an hour. They get the job done, and then they realize I, I'm gonna fill in some some blanks here. I'm gonna fill in some gaps. I'm assuming they finished and realize, dang, I haven't paid attention for the last half hour. I could try to jump into the lecture at this point, but I've already la- not listened to the first half hour, so I'm already probably gonna be lost. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pull up my computer. I'm gonna log on to Google, and I'm gonna look up trains. As one does. As one does. And for the rest of the lecture, they just scroll through these train websites and not just like pictures of trains, like websites about trains. I don't think I've ever been to a train website before. Neither have I. But now I kind of want to. It's a deep dive. (laughs) Yeah. And so it also, it's not just informational websites. It's like, if you look at, I was like looking at the tabs at the top of the website. It's like products that you could purchase. Can I and purchase a whole train or is it like miniature trains? That's exactly what I was wondering. Can I buy a train? Where would you put it? I don't know, but I, I, or are they like repair parts? Oh. You know? So when my wheel axle goes out and I need a new train axle, <laughs> yeah. I need to go to that website. Exactly. When I mean, I don't know where to get wheel axles right now and my wheel axle just broke. How else am I supposed to commute to class now? But what I'm wondering is, is this kid looking at these websites of trains purely out of like entertainment or does he have a train that he needs parts for does he ride a train to class i i haven't seen a locomotive around campus but i will be looking out for one now for sure have you seen the little uh, yellow tricycle we got (laughs) yes Uh, is that the one that looks like a rocket ship outside the engineering building professors i found out Really? Yep. He rides that unironically to class. Yep. I assumed that it was a project. Uh, yeah. I hoped so. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the most engineered thing I've it ever fits. heard. It fits. It works. He's such a nice guy, though. Mm. Super cool. Probably one well, of my favorite professors. But clearly, he's cool. He rides a rocket ship around <laughs> campus. That's sick. <laughs> he wears a helmet. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's and safe. And probably goggles. As Let's be he, real. He probably should wear more than a helmet with the way these drivers Dude, are going around get, campus. I want. Do you think he rides on the sidewalk or on the road? Road. No. He parks it on the sidewalk. You're right. Sidewalk. But that's got to be it. It's kind of a... That's probably fast moving. Yeah. It, it's it got to zoom. If you hit a person in that thing, yeah, it could be bad. It looks like it, it's girthy enough to take up the whole sidewalk, too. I don't know if you could, like, dodge people in it. You jump over. <laughs> it's got a flag on top, though, so you can see it coming. Oh, okay. I think at least he has a flag, <laughs> just to give us some fair warning. Exactly. I wonder... I... <laughs> Why Good is your, song. your hall keeps everybody in your hall is singing that? Right I think we now. need to start a barbershop, barbershop quartet. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right, I think we're ready for our random question generator portion. Okay, goodness gracious! Suddenly, I can't. A- talk. As we get to the end of our episode here, uh, we're gonna we're gonna return to the segment that we started last week, where we answer a question from a random question generator. Yes, 
but really quick before we jump into that i have i have a, just a little psa just a little public warning um they're like actually checking parking permits yeah like legit they're they're checking i saw them. tickets on cars yeah and i'm surprised that they're i i mean it, it makes sense i guess because like they didn't check them last year but now now they are but i'm like surprised i know multiple people who have gotten ticketed for having like expired permits they're like 20 bucks but still that's a lot of bucks that's a lot of that's a lot of lancer cheeseburgers yep um yeah so if you have not renewed your parking permit or you don't even have a parking permit to begin with on campus i would suggest you get on that before you get slapped with a 20 dollars fine you know i tend to roast my sister a lot on these uh, episodes about the car stuff but you know i've been asking her to get a sticker for two weeks now she gets a ticket she gets a ticket your sister does get dragged in the mud pretty often I, on this i was, re- I was <laughs> reflecting on this i was like man i probably sound like a jerk to my sister <laughs> but i do love her Hannah. i love you i hope that you aren't offended by my uh Aww. making fun of you um but you should get the parking pass if you listen to this because i don't want to deal with a ticket and i know you don't either so oh that's so sweet man we love to see uh some good brother sister love right. on the pod um yeah okay let's let's jump in let's pull up the generator here i'm, I'm ready okay probably not but look at this fun little art that it has it's got a little duck it's got a little duck on a little it's floating on a little ocean so cute okay if you could live in a book tv show or movie what would it be i think i have kind of an answer to this okay. um i might be cheating the question a little bit i don't have a specific movie tv show or book but i do have a classic like trope that I would want to live out. Do you, is that do you accept sure. that? Yeah, that works. Okay. Um, I personally would love to live out the trope. Call it a genie in a bottle. Call it like dystopia with really advanced technology. Whatever you want. But when the main character gets an opportunity to like improve one quality of their life, mm. you know, like they get this magic, like superhuman opportunity where they get to choose one thing that they can better about their life with like no, no repercussions, Mm. you know, that I think that would be a fun trope to live out. I don't know. I guess that's kind of a basic answer. Yeah. That'd be cool though. I get that. Cause I, what, as I was thinking through each book, TV show and movie that's already had their like story laid out. Like I already know what negative things are going to happen and I don't want to experience that. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. So that I think I'd want to have my own storyline a little bit with that. That's my cool. answer. Yeah. I have two answers. Okay. They're both going to make me sound kind of nerdy, to be honest. Okay. Let's hear it. First one that came to mind was Star Wars. Mm. I like Star Wars. I'm not like, I mean, yeah, I like Star Wars. I'm not like super into all of it. Like, I don't know all the little details, all the little lore, whatever. Right. But I like it. I enjoy it. I'm a fan. I know a little bit about stuff, but they just got cool technology. Yeah. Flying I agree. cars, lightsabers, like. There's a lot of really cool stuff. I could see myself as a Jedi. I don't know. That sounds kind of sick. Okay. That's what I was just going to ask is like, where would you want yourself to be in the Star Wars I'd want to be a Jedi. I think that'd be so cool. Okay. That's valid. Yeah. I don't know. That would just be super fun. Um, Give me an example of the type of Jedi you would want to be. I'm a big fan of Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Okay. What about like, would you want to be Mace Windu? No. Like jump into his like position? No, he gets killed. I mean, they all get killed, I guess. Yeah. But, so Spoiler you just alert. want to exemplify the qualities of Mace yeah, Windu. Yeah, I like Mace Windu. I feel okay. like he's wise and he he's a good fighter. He's got a lot of good qualities to him. He's bald. He's bald. I wouldn't want to be bald. Would you want to be played by Sam Jackson or be played by yourself? I'd be okay being pl- played by Samuel Jackson. Okay, I, mean, I would. I agree. That'd be kind of cool. 
so okay would you <laughs> i'm gonna go one step deeper with this would you want to have sam jackson's body and voice but you're in charge or would you want to live your life and then they make a movie starring sam jackson but it's you yourself the way you look the way you are now live that out already i think either would be pretty sick I okay don't, i don't really care samuel jackson's dope yeah and it's star wars so you know that's fair yeah well, my second answer would be lord of the rings yeah, you are a nerd, jeez. Yeah, I know, I know. I really <laughs> did this to myself. But for different reasons. I think living in, like, the Hobbit town is, like, yeah. a nice life. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. They just, like, kind of chill. And, like, obviously I'd want to be like Frodo and kind of go out and do something with my life. But New Zealand's pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's not New Zealand. It's Middle Earth or whatever it is. But mm. I don't know. Big fan of the mountains. And I like adventures and... I'm not a big fighter, but there's just, again, it's cool, pretty yeah. enjoyable. I don't know. Those are the first two that came to mind. I'm sure if I thought about it a little bit more, I'd have other answers, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to my answer because you've, you've exposed the nerdy, the nerdy answer in yourself. I might as well. Were you worried? Yeah, I might as well just expose myself. Have you read the book Aragon? <laughs> you are a nerd <laughs> yeah uh, have you read the whole series no my brother has though okay great they're, they're thick books they are not small <laughs> they are very nerdy i'll just there it is would you want to live in that world <laughs> yeah and not okay i would want i would want it to be like a video game where i jump into it and then you could get out and then I could get out. Mm. Like, I, I would want to, like, get through the entire book in one sitting. Like, I, I wouldn't want it to be, like, where I'd take breaks along the way. Yeah. I'd want to live the whole thing out. But then when I'm done, I get to jump back into my body, in my world, right now, and just carry out my life knowing that I got to experience it. But the reason I would say that is because I have always, since I was, like, a little kid, I freaking love the trope where, like, this ordinary person all of a sudden realizes that they are, like, set apart or, like, it, like particularly talented mm. in a certain way and then all of a sudden they just morph into like this crazy like like um like an aragon he like realizes that he's like chosen or whatever mm -hmm. and then like can suddenly he's great at magic and rides a dragon and can like responds to his newfound ability yeah and that that newfound ability progresses really fast mm. so within a week they go from being like this normal like poor person to like they're like fighting the whole kingdom gosh goodness gracious i sound like a nerd or yep. like like as a kid watching Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, like he he woke up from a nap and he was Spider-Man. How cool it's is crazy. that? And then he's flinging from buildings not moments later. Yeah, when just last week he was doing algebra in home study. You know what I mean? Like that's so cool. I don't know. There's there there's me exposing my nerd. That's Thank it. You that's for, my answer. Thanks for backing me up on that one. <sighs> yeah, I just I hope you guys know I care about you. I love you. I want to be vulnerable with you. So here's me showing every part of myself. You know. The nerdy parts and all. <laughs> so I wear pants off, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts, comments? I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. We appreciate your continued support. Uh, if you have any topics, questions, concerns, anything you want us to talk about, please send it in. We'd love to discuss it. Slide it in the Instagram. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, but for now, I think it's time for us to get our pants back on. Thanks. All right. Let's do it. Hey, Sedona, S so listen, we forgot to talk about seal stepping. We're sorry.
but we're doing it now. So let's let's give some context. What's the whole thing about the seal? Yeah. Let's tell the story. All right, yeah. So the, the tradition of seal stepping, if you step on the seal and you don't immediately run, I don't know if there's a time frame or whatever, to okay. the ring and kiss the ring, you will not graduate on time. Okay. I, I guess I'll speak for myself personally how I feel about it. I feel like that's where the question's going. Yep. Um, I am already going to be a super, super senior. I will be, I if all goes according to the plan I have right now, I will graduate with five and a half total years in college. And so at this point, I could not give less of a care about stepping on some seal because my fate has already been sealed. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. I think people avoid it more out of social pressure rather than belief in what the seal actually means. Yeah. I did step on it on accident in front of a lot of people and I got some dirty looks. And I was like, I don't care. I'll I'll go here forever. I'll spend the rest of my life being a student at CBU. I don't it's a great care. School. Cause if you think about it, you know, the first rebuttal would be like, Oh, but Zach, that's so expensive. You're paying tuition every year. Well, if I'm racking up debt every year until I die, when would I have to pay it off? You just have kids. The debt dies with you, right? Yeah, exactly. It's going to go That's away. probably not true, but I mean. <laughs> have you seen Community? Yeah. I will be Pierce. <laughs> I will be 20, 20 semesters in. You That'd know? be epic. Yeah. That, I, 20 semesters would not be that old. I'd only be like 27, I think. But still, that's that's my plan. Anyway, there you go, Sonona. I have I, a new way for you to pay for debt, though. Yeah? A little plug for Squid Game. Ooh. You guys should watch Squid Game. Ooh. It's so good. Wow. Me and Zach have been watching it. Okay. Do you want to go into that really quick? I think we should. Okay. Wow. Lots of bonus content today for today's episode. Um, Yeah. We've been watching Squid Games. We watched the first four episodes or three We are episodes? on episode four currently. Unfortunately, Troy went home for the weekend. Can we watch it without him? Troy, we might watch it without you. Okay. What are your What are your initial thoughts? I think it's really good. Yes. There's some weak. The second episode's a little weaker. Mm. It's an engaging show. Yes. And I think it's so engaging because of the second episode so far. It was like a necessary evil. Yeah. You know, it they had needed to, to build the plot, the background, the, the characters. Yeah. It was some, like, if they went into it, oh, a uh, little warning. The, we might we got to give away some spoilers. So if you haven't seen Squid Game yet, maybe, maybe stop listening. Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that if they didn't go home and then choose to go back, it wouldn't have the same like high stakes feeling because we saw their doubt. We saw, huh? Maybe I want to go back to my family. Then they saw reality again, and then decided, and then chose. Know, I need this money, and I know the reality of what I'm getting myself into, but I'm choosing it anyways. Yeah, because if you think of the suspense in the first episode when they realize we are getting killed for breaking these rules, that suspense comes from I didn't know that this was a rule, and they are forcing this on me. Which is obviously very like intense, but it lacks a certain like, I guess authenticity to mm-hmm. it because that fear is from somebody else forcing that on them. But now they chose to put themselves into that fear and yes. situation. In that in that first instance, it's not them taking their lives into their own hands. Later in the series, it is. They consciously choose. I am willing to risk my life to earn this money for mm-hmm. whatever problems I have at home. And so as they face these challenges and like cut like have close calls it's a lot less of like i'm worried about these people killing me and more like if i don't do well enough i'm gonna die and i think that's an important dynamic shift that they introduced i would agree yeah i'm excited to keep seeing uh, what they bring in the next couple episodes yeah we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on where we're at but so far i'd give it 
a nine out of ten at this point in the series. I'm up there too. Yeah, I really, really enjoy it. Korean operas or pff, operas, Korean no, dramas. Korean dramas have surprised me, and I'm really enjoying them. So yeah, okay. Now it is officially time for us to take our put our paints back on. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much.